Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Ben's story of the day is simple. I'm going to give Ben three stories from around the world. Usually unusual stories. Of the sillier variety. Often. And using whatever criteria Ben wishes, he will decide which one is his story of the day. Feel free to play along at home. And if you wish to play along at home, send me an email when we're done. Radley at 900CHML.com. Tell me which one would have been your story of the day. No cost to play. No winners, no losers. I'd just love to hear from you. Story number one comes from India. Now, the lead of this story sounds like it's coming from something out of Blade Runner. The way they write these stories in the Indian press, a little different from how we do it and some of the things. Anyway, according to officials, let me just start with the the background. According to officials, the incident happened on Saturday night in Sector 90 under Phase 2 police station limits when a stockbroker was returning in the car from a party in an inebriated condition. Holy crap, I this is awesome. It, it, so it is really Blade Runner-esque. But anyway, there's a stockbroker who's drunk driving his car home. We're off to a bad start. But the story is not about the drunk driver per se. That you, you almost have to forget the drunk driver part, even though that's a bad thing. We're not excusing it. But Mr. Drunk Driving Stockbroker is driving, <laughs> driving his BMW home in Sector 90, and dis- realizes that uh, Mr. Stockbroker's bladder is about to burst from all the alcohol that he's consumed. So he stops his car, gets out, and goes to have a pee in a field. Well, this is where the story goes from criminal and bad to ridiculous, because somehow somebody who was also in the field saw him get out and drop trowel and <laughs> go to pee, and jumped into the driver's seat and stole the car and drove <laughs> off with the car. So now our drunk stockbroker is standing with his thing out, having a pee in a field while his car just drove away. Now the police are investigating both a drunk driver and a stolen car, and according to the story, aren't really sure which one they should investigate more thoroughly. Anyway, I, I, that, I think that story is just fantastic. Man, talk about getting caught with your pants around your ankles. Well, you know, and we like to say that there's complications, or at least there's consequences, I guess is the better word, for your misbehavior. There's a consequence for drunk driving. You lost your car to a car thief. I don't know how he doesn't say how he got home, because he was hammered. Drunk took a while. Drunk stumbling through the field, yeah, with wet pants, probably. Uh, story number two goes without saying, I think this is probably a story we could hear from a lot of different places, although it's come from Oregon. It's come from Newport, Oregon. Uh, Police in Newport, Oregon are pleading with residents of that town not to call 911 because you ran out of toilet paper. I mean, I know we're in a shortage of some kind right now. Everyone's hoarding toilet paper. Apparently there, though, people are calling the police, the emergency line, to report they are out of toilet paper. One can only assume... Well, I'll let you imagine what what position you're in when it becomes an emergency. (laughs) I don't think you're doing this when you're driving home from work and going, oh, we need toilet paper. I'm going to call 911. This is what police, who thinks the police are going to report to your house while you're sitting on the loo because you've run out? What are, what do you expect them to do? Knock, knock, knock on the stall door and a hand comes underneath with oh, the new roll? Can you spare a square? I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, think, I think, what do you think? They're going to break down the door with a roll of toilet paper to save the day, but they're calling 911 enough that the police have had to beg them to stop. Uh, story number three 
also involved intoxication. All three of these may have involved intoxication. The world is a wonderful place. This one is from Vancouver, Washington. Uh, this woman thought that she was really doing her bit to stop the spread of the coronavirus by being very diligent to wash her hands all the time. And um, anyway, she uh, she had been hammered the night before and got up the next morning and I guess went downstairs and was still in a bit of a daze and saw this one of those artisanal soaps. You know, the one that's not really a uh, custom, it's like a block of soap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. saw one of those and decided to wash her hands very thoroughly and couldn't figure out why it wasn't lathering up particularly well, <laughs> only to discover it was a block of mature cheddar. <laughs> <laughs> a really old cheddar. <laughs> very confusing why she was getting no bubbles from this, <laughs> but she was doing her part. So I'm so, here to help. I'm so, doing my bit. So will your story of the day today be the drunk Indian man whose car was stolen while he was peeing in a field? Will it be the Oregonians who are calling 911 while sitting on the pooper to get toilet paper? Or will it be the woman who vigorously washed her hands with non-bubbling soap that she discovered was old cheddar? <laughs> I love the last one. Cheddar cheese all the way. That is awesome because I'm also just trying to picture what the image looks like where there's just someone in like a bathrobe or something just frantically shaving away trying to get cheddar cheese all over her hands. Uh, For the record, uh, for those who are cheese mongers, the exact name was Tillamook Sharp Cheddar Cheese. Oh, see, that's the problem. That was it. Tillamook doesn't lather. No, no. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Radley Show. Weeknights from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.